0: Everybody. Welcome to the interview of the week here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, glad you're with us. Uh, Diane Xavier is running the board. She's been working extra hours this week, so thanks to Diane for all the great work she does here at the station. My name is Dave Palmer, host of this program and executive director of the station. And, you know, on this program we talk about a whole lot of topics. If it's local and Catholic, it fits. And I'm really thankful... To Ed Gray, who is the president of the Fort Worth chapter of Legatus, for contacting me recently. We've been talking about doing this interview for months, and he finally contacted me and said, okay, the time is right, let's do it. We've done it before, and this is just kind of a reminder uh, for all of you out there about Legatus, what the mission is, the purpose, and also perhaps you might consider it membership in Legatus. Uh, their uh, tagline is that they... Our ambassadors for Christ in the marketplace, and Ed unfortunately couldn't be with us, uh, but he sent two representatives. One is Ken Darnell, who's a member of Saint Anne's Parish in Capel, and uh, he serves as Legatus Central Region Director. He can explain more about that in a second. And then Jerry Jacob, and not a uh, unfamiliar voice on Catholic Radio here. He is host of uh, one of our DFW live programs every first Friday of the month, Faith and Leadership, and a great friend. End of the station, and he is here as a member representing the Dallas chapter of Legatus. You can find Legatus online at legatus.org, L E G A T U S, legatus.org. So, gentlemen, thanks so much um, for um, being here, and I look forward to this conversation. Thanks for having us, Dave. Thank yeah. you for the work you do on Catholic Radio. Also. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Let me, first of all, uh, with you, Ken, you're not a member of Legatus, but you're actually an employee of Legatus. So as in that position, you probably know a lot about the organization because you're talking to people, you know, all the time about what Legatus is. So let me just start by uh, starting with the basics, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit about the history <coughs> And the mission and purpose uh, for somebody out there who's maybe learning about Legatus for the first time. What is it?
1: Great. Thanks, Steve. So Legatus is an organization of Catholic business professionals and spouses. Uh, It's a well-kept secret because it's been around for, gosh, uh, going on 33 years now. Okay. It was founded by Tom Monahan, uh, founder of Domino's Pizza, who sold Domino's for a billion dollars. Mm, 30 B- yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some years ago. And he was part of an organization called Young Pref- President's Organization, YPO. Uh, Tom never finished college. He tried several times and for financial reasons was never able to Finish college, and so here he starts a, a, a pizza store, and then another, and then another, and all of a sudden, it's like growing like gangbusters, yeah. with virtually no training from a business perspective whatsoever. And he got involved with YPO, and he met with these other people for for counseling, for mentoring, you know, for advice and how to to lead an organization. <clears throat> and Tom. At one point, I mean, he had been very active in the organization. I believe that you age out, if you will, by the age of 50. And at that time, Tom was, uh, in Rome visiting with Pope St. John Paul II. And, uh, the Pope was basically encouraging him to be active in his faith and in business. And Tom thought, well, gosh, let's, that's where Legatus Mm -hmm. got its origin from. To have an organization, modeled in large large part by YPO, but with a faith perspective. So, you know, here was this mentoring organization. Now there's these executives and spouses that can grow in the faith. They can receive uh, wisdom, particularly at a time like this. You think of coronavirus. I mean, you know, uh, these are stressful times for Legatus members because mm. they're leaders of organizations. Yeah. And they may be facing massive layoffs or uh dynamic, significant changes in their organization, and to have that kind of a mentoring environment on a business level, just, hey, have you gone through this? Well, I did 15 years ago, and here's what I can offer for you, or we can offer you prayer and support. Um, So that was – in essence, how Legatus got started. The idea really was to have an organization for leaders of organizations who, from the outside world, they look like, oh, my gosh, they're so fortunate, they're so blessed, and indeed they are. But what many people don't often realize is that these are positions oftentimes of loneliness Yeah, because they're the ones that have to make the decisions about hiring, firing, making payroll, and they're stressful positions. And so we wanted to have an organization where like-minded individuals could really benefit from each other in a faith environment.
0: Yeah, I think about that uh, saying, it's lonely at the top. Sometimes that's, that's certainly the right. case. Right. Let me ask you, according to the website, and I know sometimes you know they may have added one or two, and this time it says Legatus has over 89 chapters in the U.S. and Canada, multiple chapters in development right now. Um, you are the Southern... Uh, central. central Region Director. So how many Legatus chapters sure. are you uh, overseeing and how many people are in your position? What's kind of the organizational uh, aspect, uh, especially in the United States?
1: Well, thanks, Dave. There are, right now, just over 90 chapters throughout the United States and probably about just over 5,000 members. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm the Central Regional Director, which means, it's just as you can imagine, the central part of the United States, ranging from uh, parts of Louisiana, Texas, and all the way up to north to Bismarck, North Dakota. Mm. Um, it's a wonderful chapter, by the way. And so we have—I uh, have close to twenty chapters that I'm responsible for. Um,
0: yeah. And as we go through the the interview, you can learn about membership, and it might be something that you, dear listener, are interested in, at least uh, uh, giving Ken a call and, and learning and maybe seeing if this might be a good fit for you. I want to bring Jerry Jacob into the conversation here. As, as I mentioned, he's uh, the vice president of the Dallas chapter, also from St. Ann's and Capel. Yep. Uh, St. Ann's has a monopoly on this. Yeah, we're, uh, we are cornering
2: and, uh, the business.
0: And I'm pretty sure, Jerry, that I met you for the first time at a this meeting. That doesn't sure. mean I'm a member. I was yeah. there speaking. It was at Christ yeah. the King, and I remember yeah. seeing you after mass and your big smile. And uh, you were so friendly. And I kind of had this image, like, oh, I bet these people are all stuffy. And uh, right. you, you really <laughs> represented Legatus so well to me because you were just so friendly, and so engaging. And I was like, oh, I just feel right at home. Thank you. But Thank you. Uh, what? what uh, tell us about your own involvement and what attracted you to the group, and what also keeps, uh, keeps a busy guy like you involved in Legatus. Well,
2: you know, you're, you're. Uh, let me go right back to what you just said. About about that, that meeting where you met us. At the very core of what we derive as members from this organization, that's myself and my wife, and of course there are spouses, uh, men and women who are the organizational leaders and their spouse that attend. First and foremost, everything we do is rooted in our faith, grounded in our faith. Legatus is very much faithful to the magisterium of the church, very supportive of um of the whole church of the mother our mother church and also of each local diocese uh and we work in communion with the local diocese and the bishop and the leaders uh not only uh to vet our speakers and to ensure that these people are in communion with the church but then also so that we can um through our meetings uh and through our efforts uh, really come to learn more about good works Throughout the Catholic Church and, and, and beyond. Uh, but every month we get together. We have, we can, uh, we gather for, for mass and a rosary together, which really for my wife and myself, uh, for Judith and myself, it's actually uh, a precious time that we look forward to every month. It's rare to have, uh, the opportunity to get together with a group of like-minded people. And it's a very, in that group, it's a very modest group of people. They're there for prayer and community. And friendship ultimately, mm-hmm. the biggest reason we 're still members is because of the friendships the great friendships we 've made among people who are there to just to uh, draw closer to the Lord and to learn and to apply that faith in the in their organizational leadership Ken, mm-hmm. the the monthly meeting that jerry 's talking about uh, th-
0: that tell me about those what what i know there 's typically a speaker. Uh, what else? Because I'm guessing what you find as you talk to these people that that qualify uh, for membership in the Goddess, says that they're by the very nature of who they are, they're very busy. They don't have a lot of time. Is the monthly meeting the only thing they do, or are there other activities? And t- tell us about yeah, that. There's lots of other activities that they can that are benefits of membership. The key yeah. event,
1: as Jerry points out, is a monthly event, and across the ninety some chapters, there's uh, very little variance for the most part. It typically Uh, starts from about 6 o'clock-ish and ends around 9-ish. I mean, we're pretty interested in seeing that we end on time, so Uh it doesn't go on and on. Typically, there will be, as Jerry mentioned, uh, a rosary uh, that's prayed. Every chapter has a chaplain, and so uh, during the time that the rosary is being prayed, uh, confession is available for those who are interested. Uh, After the rosary, then there's the celebration of Mass, And then we either go to a restaurant or a country club or a hall and have what we consider to be a five-star dinner. We want it to be like a date night out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really critical to us that it be, these are busy, busy individuals. And to ask them to give an evening of their time once a month is sometimes a challenge. Uh, After the dinner, then we bring in a speaker. And that's really critical to us. In fact, we've had a guy who was popular with Catholic Radio, and I think his name was Dave Palmer. Really? Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really, we're looking to not so much entertain our members, yeah. though indeed oftentimes they are, but more so to really to inspire them. Uh, it's amazing the, the the privileges I've had of meeting the various speakers that have come to Legatus, and you know it when you see it, when mm-hmm. you hear it, these, and, these speakers that inflame the soul. Yeah, right? and,
2: and but, for me, uh, you know, as a member— um, we, virtually always we walk away inspired by the testimony or the work that's being done by the speaker. So we we've had people local like yourself who are doing, uh, the Lord's work in, in a very inspiring way. But we also have leaders, uh, across from across the world. We have, we've had, I'm thinking just of a few names, um, George Weigel, Marjorie Dennenfelser who leads a Susan B. Anthony list, Alan Sears, who leads Alliance Defending Freedom. Um, Tom Peterson who leads Catholic come, Catholics come home and on and on I mean but the nice thing is we get to be in a small intimate setting mm-hmm. not a giant auditorium but a small group of people around dining room tables who are then able to talk with listen to, and then have a conversation with some really inspiring leaders. Yeah, we're talking
0: about Legatus,
2: uh, and I have in studio
0: with me Jerry Jacob, the Vice President of the Dallas Chapter of Legatus, and also Ken Darnell, Legatus Central Region Director. And again, I want to thank Ed Gray. He was going to be with us, and he represents the Fort Worth Chapter, but uh, he's here in spirit, uh, but I do thank him. And you can learn more about Legatus. Their website is legatus.org, L-E-G-A-T-U-S. I think it's a Latin word. Meaning ambassador, and Jerry, as I know you've—I don't know if you're currently in, involved in getting speakers and all that. And I know you've done that in the past, but how has this year of 2020, which has kind of turned everything upside down, yep. how has it impacted
2: the the meetings and the kind of the the month-to-month activities of your chapter? It's been, uh, frankly, quite inspiring because we've seen a new face and a new aspect of what this membership is all about. I think you remember I, I said that for Judith and me. And for many of our fellow members, the friendships we, we grow in this organization have been the greatest joy for us. And, and they're why we keep coming back. Well, this year, uh, once the pandemic, uh, caused the lockdowns, we knew we couldn't meet in person. Uh, and so we, uh, and we have a, uh, each Legatus chapter has a chaplain, by the way, who is approved by the local bishop. And in our case, it's Father Ryan, um, who is, uh, 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 legionary of christ but we made the decision together that we were going to start meeting by video very early on in in all of this and we found a really wonderful and a refreshing new component that people wanted to that we were able to share a little bit more deeply to talk uh, uh from our hearts a little bit more in a more heartfelt way and to have a spiritual reflection which lasted longer uh as a result with our chaplain and the rest. And so we and we've done that. We've continued that in fact we just had one last night. And so it's been really uh a a really nice transition a different aspect for sure. It's not going out to dinner together, but we're sitting, you know, on our own couches uh, with a glass of wine or what have you, but then really learning deeply and drinking deeply from a spiritual reflection and from the friendship of, of those around the video table. So to speak. Yeah, then, yeah.
0: awesome. I remember interviewing Tom Monaghan one time, this is a number of years ago, and you can you, uh, mention some of his achievements as far as dominoes and selling it for a billion dollars. He also started Ave Maria uh, law school. School, the city of Ave Maria. He owned the Detroit Tigers. He won a World Series. And Ave Maria uh, University. Ave Maria University. Yeah. And I remember he told me, and it surprised me. And uh, and I'm sure this is still what he would say. He said Legatus is his is is his. Uh, what he's most proud proudest. of, the, the proudest thing. And I would not, I would have thought, wow, over a World Series or starting, the Dominoes, but this is very important. And I wonder if as an outsider and not, you know, a member per se, mm. but somebody that's very involved, what impact do you see from the men and women, the, the spouses of Legados? How has how it uh, blessed them?
1: Well, I mean, I have been blessed incredibly by the membership within the organization itself. You know, I'll let Jerry speak as a member in terms of the benefits to him. But, uh, you know, these people have been blessed in a material way in so many re- regards. Mm-hmm. But i got to say that some of the most humble people I've ever met have been within Legatus themselves. Uh, they're just good people who are committed to their faith and determined to live well, yeah. to live well and to live in a right manner. Uh, it, it's been humbling for me, and I've been very inspired with uh, – it's been a privilege. One of the highlights of my role is the, the members that I've gotten to know and the speakers as well.
0: Yeah. I know, Jerry, when – as a father myself – I mean, I think we're all fathers uh, – when I become a better person – my kids benefit, yep. and as legatus members, you not only have you know a wife and, and, and children but also employees and yep. employees have spouses and so yep. the better man you are in your case the yep. the better Catholic you are, that really. Reverberates to a lot of people, and I just yeah. wonder that the trickle-down impact of somebody who's leading a business and has a lot of responsibility, as Ken has said, yeah. that uh, it's really important because a lot of people they spend a lot of time at work and they they want a boss who really is is close to Christ.
2: Well, without without a doubt, and uh, I've I've said this for many years. Uh, I think the best leaders in our society uh, ought to be and can be uh, Catholics and, and 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 good Christians because. That's all about service, right? So, if you really understand what you are as a leader, the notion of servant leadership has been uh, has been uh, has become important in the last couple of decades. But service servant leadership has been around, as we all know, going mm-hmm. back to the beginning of our faith, and of course, embodied in Christ. But I want to tell I want to tell you a little story beyond myself to to illustrate that. Um, I will mention that one of the regular opportunities for Legatus members, it's not the standard monthly meeting, is something we call our forum. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, the forum is an opportunity for members in a non, in a non, uh, in a different setting to come together and to talk amongst themselves in a very private, confidential way, and to seek the counsel of their fellow members, many, some of whom have probably encountered similar challenges in their business or maybe Mm -hmm. in their personal lives. It's all about so being a small community of faith to help each other. The the story I want to tell you, though, to illustrate how important this is, is a guest I actually had on my radio show, Tony Sarsom, who is a wonderful man, CEO of Borden Dairy, uh, based right here uh, in DFW. And Tony spoke when he was on a couple of months ago with me in June, I believe, about how they were at a really difficult point. Uh, both Bordendary and some of its competitors declared bankruptcy, uh, went through a period where uh, they were they had to essentially dig themselves out of a really deep hole financially and fiscally because of the pandemic and their uh, their customer base really changing in a very significant way, mm-hmm. and Tony, uh, but is a remarkable example. All you have to do is go to the Board and Dairy website to read his blog. But he he sure I'm sure he has uh, these uh, these amazing skills and and uh, generosity from a lot of different areas and avenues in life, including Legatus. But he made the decision that they were not going to sort of. Um, blindly just sort of lay off and shut the company down but rather rebuild it and it's a and it's a remarkable story and it's a uh it's a rousing story because they have rebuilt that organization just in a few months and it's all about serving their employees making them uh lionizing them building them up so that they can then serve their customers better and and those are the very tenets of our faith right generosity and sacrifice and certainly uh, when you lead an organization going through bankruptcy, like he had, that's not—you know—you're not just sitting pretty. It is uh, every day and every night is a difficult moment. Mm-hmm. Very nice, great story.
0: Can tell us about membership? Somebody listening right now thinking, "Wow, that." might be a good fit for me and my, my spouse. What should they do as far as uh, inquiring about membership with Legatus?
1: Sure. <clears throat> I would point them to the website that you mentioned, legatus.org. Uh, you can see what the various criteria is for membership. And indeed, there is criteria for membership. These are leaders of organizations that share a unique burden of responsibility, and we're seeking to serve them on a, on a spiritual plane. Uh, there's three main criteria. One is title uh, that's not so limited. It's not a finite list, but someone who's basically got management responsibility for an organization or a division, uh, personnel, uh, either 50 employees that they're responsible for or uh, 10 employees and a minimum of $1 million in annual payroll. Hmm. And then thirdly would be the business volume or value, and that would be either uh, $7.5 million in revenue in a given year or... $10 million in terms of net value of that entity. Now, we recognize that business is cyclical, and so it's meant as a high watermark. So if someone met these three criteria this year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, then they would qualify. If, and we have a lot of Legatus members that qualified in a previous position and decided to uh, chuck it and do a startup or work for a nonprofit. If they, if they qualified in a previous position, they would qualify for Legatus. Uh, some Uh, Members simply are retired, but they qualified from their previous Mm -hmm. position.
0: Yeah, very nice. And I love on the website, uh, legatus.org, there are 10 benefits that are listed. And one one of them is uh, pilgrimages. And I know nowadays, (laughs) people are hardly getting on planes, much less going on pilgrimages. Jerry, have you ever had the opportunity to go on pilgrimage with Legatus? No,
2: not with Legatus, although I have attended another type of event. uh, Legatus has an annual conference. And in fact, now they, they have multiple conferences conferences a year some smaller a little bit more and they're doing them more often but I've certainly been to those and they're amazing because you get to uh enjoy the company of leaders from all around the country but also again rousing speakers and a beautiful location and really to be inspired mm-hmm. and to be fed in prayer also for a couple, three days. Yeah. There's a Dallas chapter. There's a Fort Worth one. I mentioned,
0: Ed, who wasn't able to be here. Sure. Uh, are, the, those are the two in North Texas. Is there one in Tyler or what are the other ones geographically there? There uh, uh,
1: of course, Houston, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, and Austin. So there's five chapters in, in the Texas area at mm-hmm. the current point. We're always looking to expand into new uh, dioceses. And of course, as Jerry mentioned, Earlier, uh, we really won't go anywhere without the express blessing and consent of the local ordinary.
0: Yeah, and they're all pretty autonomous, are they? As far as picking speakers, how much oversight is there? Do they, how are they vetted? Who yep. you know, who, who gets to speak at a Legatus meeting? You no, know, yeah.
1: that's absolutely right, Dave. Uh, every chapter pretty much decides on their own who they want to have come. Yeah, every chapter has a board. And uh, that board decides among themselves, you know, who they would like to invite, who would like to have have come. You know, the, I guess probably the two main things that I would say to our listeners in terms of some uh, aspects of Legatus are, one, spouses are full members. So it's mm-hmm. not like Jerry would say to Judith, hey, Judith, I'll see you at the end of tonight after the Legatus event. <laughs> They're both equal members. Right, they both can hold right. board positions. And lastly, uh, we have a strict – non-solicitation policy, Mm -hmm. these members are constantly in demand for their time, their talent, their money. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's just uh, it's not allowed within Legatus. We're not looking for any solicitation. Our intention is to to grow them in their faith.
0: I was going to ask Jerry for a donation before we, <laughs> at the end of this interview. I'm not allowed to do that? Well, oh, so I guess uh, I should put this check away. No, no. <laughs> okay. We're just about uh, running out of time. Uh, again, we're talking about Legatus and their website is Legatus.org. Ambassadors for Christ in the Marketplace. Uh, Ken Darnell, Legatus Central Region Director and also Jerry Jacob Dear friend, of course, host of uh, DFW Alive, uh, Faith and Leadership, every first Friday during the noon hour here on KTH, uh, and he's representing the Dallas chapter.
2: And and I also want to mention Chris Kramer, who's the president of the Dallas chapter, who who couldn't be here, but who certainly if you're reaching out, she's another great uh, person to reach out to to learn more about the organization Mm -hmm. and talk to.
0: Yeah, I just want to, as we close up, give each of you a chance to just mention whatever you want. I think, especially encouragement uh, for people who listened uh, for membership to pray for you. I know, uh, Ken. Maybe there's you know something that you just like to say to people out there that at least pick up the phone or get on that website and see if membership is uh, is a good fit for
2: them. I'll uh, start with Jerry, and then I'll close with you, Ken. Uh, Jerry, what else would you say to our listeners? Well, uh, we are uh, one simple and practical point is that we're always looking for inspiring speakers who are doing uh, God's work in our backyard and elsewhere. So if you think you have an organization or a ministry, an apostolate uh, that you think is is worthwhile, reach out to us because we'd love to, to understand whether that could be an opportunity to get to speak in, to our membership. All right. Last word, Ken? And because we don't allow any
1: solicitation, our, our, our motives, our intentions are simple. And that is just to inspire our members, to help them to grow in the faith, to be better Catholics, so that they in turn go back to their families, their businesses, their parishes and are like leaven in those situations.
0: Very nice. Uh, thanks to both of you for taking time out to, to uh, talk about Legatus. Thanks again to Ed. And I know if Ed was here, he'd say, everybody, please pray for Legatus. Pray for Tom Monaghan. And, uh, and God bless him for uh, starting this. I don't know how closely he's involved. Is he still day-to-day involved in Legatus? He is still very
1: actively involved in Legatus. My goodness. Uh, I don't think that he would be... A, a surprised to hear me say that he will probably die in his boots and that would be what a way <laughs> yeah. to go in mm-hmm. serving the Lord in the way that he is.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Legatus.org is a website. Jerry, thank you so much. And, and thank you, Dave. I want to tell you, I want to say again, the work of media evangelization that you do, it's because of you that we can grow in our faith every day, you and your team. And so I'm always thankful for the work you do at KTH and GRN.
0: Amen. All right. Amen. Ken, thanks so much. And also, thanks to Diane Xavier, who's running the board for the program today. Appreciate uh, her work and I always like to close out these interviews by saying that uh, be like Ed. And if you have a suggestion for an interview about any topic that's local and Catholic, it would be a good fit for this program. And I always love the suggestion topics. Makes my job easier because (laughs) I don't have to go looking. And so I do appreciate Ed very much. And if you want to contact me for ideas for future broadcasts, my email address is Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. This has been the KTH 910 AM interview of the week. Thank you so much for listening and supporting great apostolates like Legatus and Guadalupe Radio Network. Have a great rest of your
3: weekend. With great joy and thanksgiving to the Lord, the Catholic Diocese of Fort Worth will ordain 24 men to the Permanent Diaconate from the 2020 class of deacons on Monday, August 10th, at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Church in Keller, beginning at 7 p.m. Although the Mass is closed to the public, it will be live-streamed on the front of the diocesan website at fwdioc.org. For more information, please contact the Diaconate Formation Office or call 817-945-9480.
4: Are you looking for a place to donate your gently used clothing to but are unable to drop them off at one of our locations? Worry not, the St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Store can help. We have over 40 donation bins available throughout the DFW metroplex. Find one near you today by visiting our website and for a complete list of acceptable items at svdpdallas.org/shop. That's svdpdallas.org slash shop. And remember, whether you are shopping or donating, you are giving at the St. Vincent DePaul Thrift Stores.
0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. I hope you are doing well. And, you know, every now and then, we get to sit down, I get to sit down and introduce you to a new sponsor on this station. I've said many times, we really appreciate the the, the sponsors. We don't live and die by sponsorships like other radio stations do, but they are so important for a couple of reasons. First of all, they help to keep the station on the air. And also, we enjoy being able to let you know about Catholic-owned businesses and apostolates uh, here in North (coughs) Texas uh, so that you can support them. And so I am delighted to introduce you to... One person who I've interviewed a couple of times and then also a new name, a new uh, voice to you. And our new sponsor is called Catholic Life Insurance. Now you may have heard of them, but you probably don't know a whole lot about them. And my two, the two representatives, um, who are representing Catholic Life Insurance. One of them is Larry Lenzen, and Larry is a past sponsor, and uh, he joins me in studio, and he has brought with him David Walker. Uh, David and his wife and family are members of uh, St. Monica Parish in Dallas. Larry and his wife Mary uh, are at Mary Immaculate Parish in Farmer's Branch. And so... Uh, we're going to get to know them, especially David, since he's the, the new voice, the new face, and also about Catholic Life Insurance as well. So, gentlemen, welcome to the studio, and thanks uh, for being here. Good to see you. Thank you, Dave. Thank Glad you. to Thank be you, here. Dave. All right. Uh, I love Larry's voice. I remember when you came on as a sponsor, I said, voice your own spot, because I, I just you got kind of that down-home, honest voice. And so people I know recognize you, and your voices, your voices uh, and spot have been running for a long time. Let me uh, introduce first... David Walker, because this is somebody that people are not as familiar with as they are Larry. And so, David, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? St. Monica, uh Jesuit grad, uh, long time, but cradle Catholic, are you? That's correct. Uh, one of 13. Oh, wow. Yeah,
4: there's something shocking. I <laughs> um, yeah, I was born about in the middle. For all the ladies out there, I will say this. It was two mothers. My mother passed away um, after having six kids. My dad remarried. I like to say nowadays, the only saint in Dallas, or maybe the only crazy woman in Dallas who would be willing to marry a man with six children. (laughs) So I was was in the upper half there and um, went to St. Monica, as you said, and graduated from Jesuit and then on to college up in Denton, North Texas. Mm. And yeah. um,
0: How'd you get in the insurance business? Well,
4: my dad was in the business, and I swore I'd never do that because going on to a couple calls with him you know, every now and then he might drag you to a family member's, uh, you know, like a cousin or something Mm -hmm. like that. And we were supposed to go play golf one time up in the Denison area. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is taking forever. This is boring listening to my father. So, you know, uh, be careful what you say. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, my my brother-in-laws actually recruited me. And uh, I just kept telling him, no, no, no. And You know how that goes? They wouldn't take no for an answer. Mm -hmm. So in 1984, went to work for another company. Yeah. And um, here I am 36 years later, just... That's kind of the story. So I, I attribute it to my brother-in-laws who are pretty persistent.
0: Mm-hmm. Seems like a kind of industry where you have to to like people and be a people person. You can't be a hermit. You got to get out there, be shaking hands and genuinely like people. And I, that's the impression I get from you as well. And I also appreciate the fact that, uh, as you both have expressed to me, a lot of the reason you want to do a sponsorship is because you love Catholic Radio and you want to support it as well. So we'll get into that uh, in a moment. But Larry, tell me how you and David came together because you're sharing an office in Farmer's Branch with Catholic Life Insurance. How did that uh, uh, partnership start or, or, or come together?
3: Well, it actually actually started uh, one Sunday after Mass that when I left uh, Mary Immaculate, I drove by and I saw the Catholic Life office about a block away. And I noticed this big sign in the window. It said interest rates at 6%. Well, I was already in the business and had been in the insurance business for a number of years, and I had some clients. This was back in oh, 2008, and eight, seven, somewhere around about in there, mm-hmm. that were unhappy with the market results they were getting on their savings, especially on their annuity products. And so I made it a point to go up to Catholic Life on Monday morning to find out about that 6% mm-hmm. and come to find out that was Catholic Life Insurance's current rate of 6% on uh, retirement annuities. So when I found out, I called uh, two of my clients and told them what I had found and if they would be happy with that particular rate. And both of them said, sign me up, mm. because they were losing money left, right, and the center. So that was my first uh, induction back into Catholic life at that time. I'd been familiar with them for many years, but never really done a lot of business with them. But from that point on, I met David, and uh, we just kind of went forward, and I've been uh, uh, a steady agent for them ever since and very happy with their products. But that's how David and I got together mm. was on that particular day, and I say that was that was a God wink right there. showed me where the best rate was.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting that uh, that's how you all came together. Now – what little I know about Catholic Life Insurance, it's based uh, headquarters are in San Antonio. You've got the office, as we said, here in Farmers Branch, and I think you mentioned David that uh, there it's not everywhere in the nation, but it's in eight or so southern states. Uh, how, how big of a company is it, and what else can you tell our listeners about Catholic Life Insurance if they, maybe they're hearing about it for the first time? Well, I'd never heard of it, and
4: um, you know, I've been in the business about twenty five years, so it was about 12, 14 years ago, somewhere around then. I'm getting old and forgetful, but uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I I was approached, and um, I was like, really? I never heard of y'all. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, they told me real quick who they were out of San Antonio, been around since 1901. And, oh, wow. Yeah, so a non-for-profit fraternal organization, give back yeah. to the community, so I liked everything I heard,
0: and um And it's a, it's a, it's an insurance product that can be purchased by anybody. Right, uh, and even even a non-Catholic, there's no... Uh, that That is correct. Yeah, right. Yes. And so somebody listening, and you'd be surprised how many non-Catholics listen to Catholic radio. I mean, there are people who have no faith, or Muslim, or, or Jewish, and, and we which we welcome, because we want everybody to learn about the Catholic faith, but this is something that, uh, just because it's called Catholic Life, you don't have to show your Catholic uh, card membership. Of course, Catholics are very welcome to buy the products, but it is open to everybody. That's correct. Okay. Very good. And what you mentioned about giving back to the community. What, what what does that mean? Either one of you can answer this. Does that mean you're able to take some of the proceeds and help support, you know, Catholic initiatives and apostolates or, or how do you give
3: back? Well, I think as as a nonprofit Catholic life insurance, we do support uh, Catholic apostolates and various uh, Catholic organizations. Uh, uh Catholic schools, their projects they may have that as branches um, we can give back to maybe a particular uh scout project at a particular parish, maybe a beautification project that needs some additional funds, maybe uh, they're having a fund drive to raise money for computers for kids. Uh, we have that ability as a nonprofit to take those profits that Catholic Life gives us and reinvest back into the Catholic community. So that's how, as a nonprofit, we can help support uh, various organizations that are Catholic. Mm -hmm. David, what do you think? Yeah, well, for example, like our Dallas branch here, and
4: Larry and I are both uh, officers in the branch, um, we have two main, what we call Make a Difference Day in the spring and Join Hands Day in the fall and we, of course, all of our members are happy and encouraged to join us. And we give back to the community that way. If there's any kind of project they need, at schools out there that we can help. And mm-hmm. uh, Larry mentioned the Catholic school of sweepstakes, and I know you you help out or you, you're um, you work with a couple
3: schools there, Larry. I um? uh, work with uh, Mount Saint Michael's over in Oak Cliff uh, on their uh, sweepstakes programs, which helps provide funds for. Various projects they have, also Good Shepherd out in Garland.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I work with those two two schools, uh, and uh, so it's through the sweepstakes program we're ability have the ability to give back those funds to the schools. And and help fund those projects they have. Mm-hmm. You you had mentioned Larry about the the way you
0: became uh, acquainted with Catholic Life Insurance and you saw that sign six percent return and you know your your clients were very impressed with that. Let's talk about the products. I, I don't have a very good business mind, and so when you start talking about annuities and life insurance and term and this and kind of thing, uh, sometimes it all gets kind of jumbled. But what what, what specific products? I understand that uh, it's it's a it's, it's a. Um, you you have uh, long term retirement annuities uh you have life insurance uh either one of you want to talk about the products in particular and why somebody listening right now would at least want to call you and say let's talk about what you have cuz uh you know i i need to get something for my family well what are the products well, like you just said, Dave, we,
4: we're pretty simple out there. We don't do a whole lot, but we keep it simple. We basically just have life insurance and guaranteed fixed annuities. Mm-hmm. And we do have like a retirement type of uh, long-term care, in-home health care product as well. Um, and any ver- you know, variety of term life insurance to whole life insurance, we, we run the gamut there. And uh, again, our annuities are Pretty simple. They're just guaranteed fixed products. Mm -hmm. Uh, Larry, you mentioned the 6%. That was about 12 years ago when I met Larry, and we've come down on our rates since then, but uh –
0: yeah, yeah. So, so nobody call and say I want to get that six percent
2: deal. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> I heard that's... About it on the radio, right? <laughs> well, still, the... A, still an attractive rate.
4: Three point six five is what yeah. we're offering now, which is really good. So you know, yeah, when
0: there's a lot days. of fluctuation. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody we're talking about uh, Catholic Life Insurance, a new sponsor here on KTH nine ten AM. I have our dear friend Larry Lenzen in the studio from Mary Immaculate Parish and Farmers Branch, and also David Walker, who is from Saint Monica. Parish in Dallas, and they're both uh, cradle Catholics, and uh, both have been very involved and invested in the local Catholic community for many, many, many decades, and we're delighted to have them on with us as well. One of the things, I alluded to this earlier, and I want to touch on this, is that you both have made the point to me in in our private conversations and also uh, want to talk about it now, is that, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'd love to have the phone calls. Obviously, your sponsorship hopefully will bring some additional business. But one of the important things is that you want to support. So we talk about giving back. You're giving to the Catholic radio station because it's important to you. Well, why is that important? And uh, First of all, thank you, because I really appreciate that. But, uh, uh, David, why is supporting an apostate like Catholic radio so important?
4: Well, you know, I would just say being raised Catholic, cradle Catholic and, you know, on from St. Monica on to Jesuit, men for others, it's instilled into you and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as you get older and I don't know, maybe as I get closer to that final day, which I hope, God willing, I'm not going to go tomorrow, but I am <laughs> 60 years old, so, uh, you know, it's coming closer than it was, so, yeah. you know, I just, you know, you, I... You, I think you just gravitate toward that way. Mm -hmm. Hopefully most Catholics do. And, um, you know, uh, one of the agents actually who works with us out of the office, uh, he was Baptist. So he'd ask me a whole lot of questions or tell me what we're doing wrong. And I'd be like, what we're doing wrong? So um, that inspired me coming to work for Catholic Life Insurance uh, it 's one of the few companies that when we meet for meetings we actually say a prayer for before a meeting, which is allowed, which mm-hmm. God bless that, and uh, we say the Pledge of Allegiance, so very conservative company, very conservative people out there, and mm-hmm. just you know like like you don 't have to be Catholic, but
0: I would say most of us you know most of our members are
4: yeah and
0: um I want to give y'all's phone number out and we'll repeat it again at the end. Again, uh, Larry Lenson and David Walker with Catholic Life Insurance. New sponsor here in the station. 972-484-3000. 972-484-3000. You're going to hear that number and information a lot on the radio in the day and the days to come you probably already have have heard it by the time that that this runs Uh, i want to talk about who needs your product I, i i think somebody who's really old or really young might say i'm too old i'm too young maybe that's true maybe not um the college student listening, the person in their seventies or eighties, I know there's probably a sweet spot where, you know, you, you really say this is when maybe somebody should get life insurance. But speak on that, Larry, if you will. Who who are your products for?
3: Well, I think I think you're right when you say they're really old or really young and there's a vast uh, vast age difference in between. But the fact of the matter is, uh, when it comes to life insurance, that you really buy life insurance when you're young and healthy mm-hmm. and keep it for a long term. Uh, there's a lot of uh, discussion about buying only temporary insurance or term insurance, when the fact of the matter is that as you get older, that's when you really need it. And sometimes that goes away because it is temporary insurance. Mm-hmm. So there are people that have their retirement savings in various banks or lending institutions, financial institutions that maybe are unhappy with the returns they 're getting maybe they 're looking for something else uh, which we like to be an alternative to those uh, where they have their funds right now, so far as life insurance goes uh certainly uh, the younger you are, the better to buy what you can and stay with it and add to it over time mm-hmm. And I know you have told me
0: stories before about people that have passed away and the spouse is like "Wow this this is it you know right. they, where somebody it, it's almost like buying a funeral plot it's not always something that's pleasant to think about and nobody really wants to think about their death but at the same time and I think you would agree this is a a real sign and uh, of love for those and it's really very selfless because somebody buys life insurance you per- personally will not benefit from it, but those who you leave behind really will. And maybe, David you can speak about that, how this really is an act of charity towards the, the loved ones who are going to have to pay for some expenses and are going to miss you, in, in not just sentimentally, but also perhaps financially after you leave. Yeah, that's correct, Dave. There's an old saying in our business, if you owe somebody
4: or you love somebody, there, there's a need for insurance. And uh, we have products that you can... We offer from 14 days old, so a newborn has to be two weeks old at least. And uh, we go all the way up to almost age 91. So, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh,
0: like those 13 13 day olds listening right now, just hold off one more day, right? Hold off. Hold off and get associated. Yeah, one more day. They're so discriminated against. I mean, my goodness. Age discrimination, ageism, right? Uh, And. I know there's a product that uh, I'm about to take advantage of is uh, parents buying insurance for their children. You Correct. might not typically think of that. And I, I was blown away. It's like this seems too good to be true. Do you want to
3: mention that, Larry? Yeah, that's uh, that's what we call our Just for Kids program. It's an insurance policy that you can put on your child um, up to the age of 18. You can go past up to 22 on a different type of policy. But the base policy is the Just for Kids program for ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars worth of term insurance for a one time fee that you put in. And that covers the child for a one time payment for ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars of life insurance. Mm-hmm. So they can buy the ten thousand for a one hundred dollar one time payment or a twenty thousand for a two hundred one time payment. Yeah. And that is if you do it on a uh, a child that's fourteen days old it cares covers that child up through to and to the age twenty two mm-hmm. at that time it is automatically guaranteed to convert to permanent insurance for that child going forward yeah. into permanent insurance. And
0: that's a great selling point. I even told my kids about this. I said, because you know, when I was 22, I wasn't thinking about insurance, but this almost kind of lands in their lap, doesn't it? Right. I mean, it's just right there. Mom and dad have already gotten them for it, and they, they just what, sign a paper, and now it becomes their policy, right? right? And uh, it's a good way for them to, to begin, like you say, starting young. Most 22-year-olds are not thinking about dying, but right. it's a good time while they're, while they're young. are um, young. We just have a couple minutes remaining, and I want to give each of you a chance to just maybe talk to our listeners about anything you'd like. Is maybe something that we haven't already mentioned? Uh, Anything that's on your mind? Who wants to go first, (laughs) David? What what else should people know about Catholic life insurance? About yourself, your products? Uh, What what else is important? Well, I would just say, you know, um now hopefully you know a little bit more about
4: us. Uh started again in 1901 by Monsignor Henry Gerlock down in the High Hill area, not far yeah. from San Antonio and uh um, you know, like we said earlier, you you don't have to be Catholic. You you know, you but most of our members probably are Catholic mm-hmm. and uh, we're open to everybody out there and uh If you have any questions or concerns or if you haven't ever sat down with, you know, someone and visited about your insurance needs, I would say, you know, give us a call or reach out to us and we'll uh, be happy to work with you and give you some advice.
0: Alright, and that phone number again, 972-484-3000, 972-484-3000, and, uh, David Walker is, uh, who you just heard from, and, uh, I'm gonna close out with Larry Lenzen, and, uh, you can get either Larry or David when you call that number.
3: Any, any last thoughts, Larry? I would just say that uh, Catholic Life Insurance would uh, would be proud to uh, sit down and talk with you, share some ideas with you. If you have any any ideas of your own or questions about your foundational programs of insurance or retirement, uh, just give us a call. We're pretty pretty low pressure, easy to get along with. Uh, a family family background of our company, mm-hmm. uh, I think you'd appreciate it. So we welcome that opportunity. And also want to, wanna to thank you, Dave, for uh giving us a chance to sit down and talk with you to support Catholic Radio. Yeah. This what, is uh this is a great honor really.
0: Yeah. To yeah, support well, I radio.
3: I appreciate it very much,
0: and thank you. It's a great, uh, you know, partnership that we have with you and you guys uh, with each other with Catholic Life Insurance. Again, the phone number nine seven two four eight four three thousand. I want uh, David or Larry to, uh, to call me in the next week or so. You know, and say, you know, after that interview ran, I got five calls from people, and so it, it doesn't hurt you just to call. And if nothing else, say, hey, thanks for being a sponsor. You know, I'd like to. Uh, can I refer?
2: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, dallas Fort Worth in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.